Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Uh, welcome. So it is uh, Bowerly, your divorce stories, your breakup stories, your stories about having to go to family court. No man ever thinks family court gives him a good deal on uh, payments or on child visitation. And uh, the cell phone debate to allow your significant other or spouse access to your cell phone or to not allow access to the cell phone. And as I've said, two schools of thought. Number one, hiding the contents of the cell phone is a red flag. Do not walk, run from that situation. The other school of thought is you have no right to invade his privacy by going through his cell phone. That's wrong that you should even want to do that. Well, is it wrong to not want to get the herp? You know, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Jeanette in Lancaster, you're on. Hello. Hi, Tom. Yes, ma'am. My divorce had nothing to do with cell phones. Uh, This was way back in 1991. The divorce took seven years. Oh, my goodness. Um, Probably the longest on record, according to the judge at family court. A lot of things transpired, which led to the length of the divorce process. Um, We had two children. My son decided to live with me. My daughter moved in with her dad. During the divorce, my dad died. Uh, Six months later, my 18-year-old son died. Three months later, my father-in-law died. Then the attorney's mother died. That, on top of uh, money that suddenly appeared in his bank account when he was unemployed, um, it was very complicated, but eventually we did get divorced. It, It sounds like it. Did that money have anything to do with a bequest? No, um, he produced evidence that a customer gave him $100,000 to purchase a diamond ring, diamond necklace, or whatever. He was a jeweler. Oh, okay. All right. And he, and he had the receipts for it. Um, so that's complicated. We were ready to settle, and then all of a sudden this money showed up. So uh, seven years, and at at the end of the day, did you feel as though the system treated you fairly? I am like the gentleman callers you have. I had to pay child support to him. Um, We were going to individually support the one child that chose to live with us. When my son passed away freshman year of college, he went to the court and retroactively asked, child support for my daughter the court assessed him child support to support my son but since he had zero income at least on paper uh, his amount was $25 a month 
mine came to a um, hundred some dollars a week retroactive and right before Mother's Day, the year in question, I got a letter from court that I had to pay him $18,000 in three increments that calendar year for the retroactive child support. Good grief. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. Jeanette, thank you uh, very much. Anybody else with wonderful stories of our legal system when it comes to divorce and child uh, uh, child support, things like that. Let's go to Ron in uh, West Seneca. Ron, you're on WBEN. Hello. Tommy, I'm going through Tommy withdrawals. I haven't talked to you in so long, and I, I miss you at Ellicottville. What a blast. It was, uh, it was uh, a good last stand, yes. Yes, yes. So um, I, I, I disagree with you, Tommy, about the cell phone use. Um, it's just my sanctuary, my privacy. It's uh, something that I can be in control of if I'm out of control with my life, so to speak, I am guaranteed control. It's not saying I'm hiding anything. I'm just saying, Tommy, I don't want someone snooping through my phone. That's like, for instance, why should you allow the police to search your car if you're doing nothing wrong? Hey, sure, you can search my car. No, I don't think that's I don't think that's a good analogy at all. If you've got a significant other, trust is a big issue in any relationship. And if your significant other wants to see what's on your cell phone, if you've got nothing to hide, what's the problem? No. You've got no, a relationship I, I, of trust with your significant other. You don't have that with the cops unless you're sleeping with the cops. <laughs> That's a good one, Tommy. Uh, no, I, I, I disagree, Tommy. Respectfully, I disagree. Um, I think and you really opened up a Pandora's box, my friend, because, you know, there are going to be people going home asking their significant other, hey, can I look at your phone? Because I was in the barley, and he's telling me, hey, if I trust you, I should be able to look through your phone. So I, I, I don't I, I disagree 100 percent, Tom. And why even put a passcode on it, Tommy? You said you had a passcode on your phone. Why do you have a passcode? Just in case leave. in case strangers find my phone. Well, if you have nothing to hide, Tom, be, I know where you're going with it. I be, be, because you're, you're not making any sense. A stranger is a stranger. A stranger is a stranger. An intimate partner is an intimate partner. There's a big difference. I don't take candy from strangers. I do from an intimate partner. So you uh, never went trick-or-treating, I guess, as a kid, right? Come on. Tom, I'm saying to you I disagree with you that there are certain things that should be kept private. I'm not saying that 99.9% of people out there are having affairs. That's just unfair. That's unfair. I don't think it is. I mean, this I mean, this is real this is real life, man. This this is real life. If you've got if you've got two people, if you've got two people in a relationship and they're not letting each other see their cell phones, I'm telling you there's something going on outside the relationship or there is a strong potential for something going on outside the relationship. That's like a big red flag. You're insinuating then. If if I say, if my uh, wife, girlfriend, whatever, significant other said to me, hey, I want to look at your phone, and I say no, and... So you're insinuating that there's something going on, even though there isn't. With that no, you're insinuating that there is. And why should I allow you to look at my phone? Because then you're insinuating that you don't trust me. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't. I well, trust goes. Trust goes in both directions. Exactly. Trust goes in both directions. 
Um, Tom, I, I don't know, Tommy. It's, it almost sounds like this is personally hitting you at home somewhere. I know I'm just trying to dig deep here because the, your voice, it's, it's getting, you know, how you said to me, um, it, it, uh, the candy issue and, and, and the tone of your voice. I don't know, Tom. I'm just... No, you're don't don't get into analysis paralysis or overanalyzing the situation. This is a situation that is. I mean, what you do is you can look this up online, and you will see that there are two. As I've tried to explain, there are two very different schools of thought. Number one, if your significant other does not let uh, you see his cell phone, um, that's a red flag. The other one is the point of view that you adhere to, that your cell phone should never be violated in any way, shape, or form. Right. And then, Tom, what if there was a message on there, let's say, hypothetically from a doctor, an email or something along that line, and this person's looking at your your email and, um, you know, yeah, there was a diagnosis. I'm just being hypothetical here. You don't want to tell your family yet. It's just it just opens up a lot of uncertainty, dude. If you get a, if you get a serious diagnosis, don't you think that your significant other ought to be the first to know? I mean, we've got very different definitions here of what a significant other is. No, 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 no. I, hey, you would be my significant other if I were gay, but I'm not. So, <laughs> well, maybe you should try, but. Uh, but uh all right well all right you you have the school of thought that is i'm sorry you've got you've got the school of thought that your your cell phone is your sanctuary and uh, let me ask you this are you married do you have a significant other i have a significant other and does she know how you feel about your cell phone yes she does and i feel the same about hers um, you know, she looks at her cell phone, and she'll show me, and I'll show her the same. Yes, I mean, I, I'm open to that, uh, absolutely. But I don't feel that she or he, whoever, should be able to just a significant other should just go through my phone. I don't think it's fair. You're in control of something in your life, and that's your phone. What did we do before the phones, Tom? So, I, 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 I you know, you're opening my mail now? I mean, come on. It's just privacy, Tommy. we got to value our privacy, even from... Um, maybe a significant other. Too. Dude, privacy is one of those things you give up when you get into a significant marriage situation yeah. or relationship. You do give up your privacy because you're living with somebody else. I disagree. I, I, Tommy, maybe I'm the only one that's going to be disagreeing, but I doubt it. But I do disagree with you. I, I'm sorry. I, I, no, I'm not sorry, but I do disagree with you. Well, I'm 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 happy to be disagreed with on this. Um, all all I can say is the stories I've heard from out there in the real world about a surprise on the cell phone that started a chain of events ending with a divorce or a relationship ending. Uh, these are real and and true stories. Maybe it's going to happen today, Tommy. After listening to your show, somebody's going to say, you know, you like I said. Oh, and then I'm to blame. Then I'm sorry, I'm to blame. I'm not the one with anything on my phone. I'm not to blame for anything. When I uh, see you out, Alex Bill, I want to see your phone. No, because we're not in an intimate relationship. There's a big difference. There's a huge difference. All right, thank thank you very much. No, I, I don't. I failed to see the analogy. Me, a stranger to Ron, looking through his phone. I wouldn't want to look through his phone. Would you want to look through his phone? But 
if I was Ron's wife or significant other, I would at least want to know that I could look through his phone if I was so inclined to do, just to make sure there's nothing going on, because trust is a big part of human relationships. And like it or not, cell phones, social media, um, uh, messaging sites, etc., they are rife with all kinds of things. You know, it's like there's two Americas. There's the America everybody thinks there is, and then there's the subterranean America that exists in the e-world of secret messages and secret affairs. It's really weird. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. All right, your uh, divorce story, what caused your divorce, your breakup story, what caused that family court stuff that maybe didn't go your way, and, and the great cell phone privacy debate. And it is, there to me anyway, there's no relationship at all between the police going through and searching your car uh, and your significant other being able to go through your cell phone if he or she wishes to do so. Uh, the reason I say that is because trust, trust is one of the big reasons why relationships and marriages fall apart, right? And as far as like the medical diagnosis thing, maybe I'm a little bit weird about this, but um, the people that are closest to me are the ones I call the minute I find out what's going on with me. Hey, I'm having a heart attack. You know, that's an important uh, call to make. Uh, let's go to uh, Eileen in uh, Buffalo. You're on WBEN. Go ahead. Yes, I'm bringing up two more innocuous reasons why someone's intimate partner wouldn't want to have access or shouldn't have access to their cell phone. One is that there may be a third party sending texts which are private and refer to private things of the third party, whether they're social or professional contacts, for example, I've had friends who sent me texts about their marriage problems. I'm not one to text about personal things, but a friend might be venting or asking advice about that friend's marriage. And my partner may not be close with that friend or someone who should be getting information about that friend's personal life. But if if they're not close with them, they don't know them, what harm is done? What harm is done is if an acquaintance of mine, if a friend of mine who's an acquaintance of my partner says, my husband is driving me crazy, I think he's having an affair, that may not be information that she wants to tell my partner. And were my partner to look at those texts, then my partner would see those texts. But if if you receive a sensitive text from somebody of that nature, why not delete it after you've read it? Why even keep it on the phone? I would not keep such a text. So but then, there's no then there's no problem with somebody seeing it. What if somebody saw it before I looked at it? Phones laying around a partner, not my partner, who's not nosy, but somebody's partner picks up their phone and sees a text that wasn't intended for them. On a happier note, suppose you were ordering a special piece of jewelry for your special lady, and the fact would be on your phone that you called the ABC jewelry store. Maybe it'll show up as a number called. Maybe ABC jewelry store will send you back a text saying we can make up that bracelet for your significant other. And so there are other reasons besides adultery that somebody shouldn't be looking at their partner's phone. Very interesting. Interesting take. Thank you very much, Eileen. 
Uh, actually, I did not read that one online during my research uh, on the show. Are, are you guys are you guys buying that? Is that is that legit? Is that on the up and up? I mean, as far as the, the friend that somebody barely knows that is texting you uh, about marriage problems, first of all, if I got a sensitive text, I, I would just delete it because I, I, I have received the information. I have processed the information. I will now delete the information, not so my significant other doesn't see it, but what if I lose my phone? What if I lose my phone? And that's why I have it on a code system. It's not because of significant other issues. It's because of um, what if I drop it somewhere and somebody picks it up, even though there's nothing on there that's uh, incriminating uh, or in any way, shape, or form, uh, immoral, illegal, turpitudinous, or anything like that. Um, it's actually quite it's actually quite innocent. <laughs> a lot of pictures of deer on my phone. Anyway, it is uh, 26 minutes, and the deer are definitely cheating on each other. I'm just telling you, they are. And the squirrels in my neighborhood are inbred, totally inbred, okay? They are living proof why cousins should not make love because they are really stupid squirrels, okay? Dumb. It is uh, 27 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. And I would just like to repeat, Josh, for the record, I am not responsible for the texts people have been sending or receiving on their personal cell phones. I am simply bringing this up as a topic, as part of a wider fabric of topics we've been talking about this afternoon. Um, and one of the things, you know, again, do a little research on your own. Just do a search for partner won't show his cell phone and see what is said. And you'll see that I've synopsized the arguments for and against quite well. Thank you very much. And, and the last two callers say, no, cell phone is sacrosanct. And I say, look, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I, I want them to be able to go through my cell phone because... Uh, you know, I don't have the best reputation. It is uh, 27 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, a number of people have asked when I'm going to do the ghost show, and the answer is I don't know when I'm going to do the four-hour ghost show. Um, I a lot of times don't. I've got a stack of topics that I have. And I never know, well, rarely do I know what I'm going to do until mm, about 2.06 uh, on a week, given weekday afternoon. Uh, but I've had this topic in my quiver for a while, and uh, that is your divorce stories, your breakup stories, um, your 
uh, family court situation with your maintenance payments, your child support payments, your visitation. Everybody's got a bitch. Everybody's got a gripe. And uh, the, the cell phone issue, which I wasn't expecting it to be this big, but again, two schools of thought on whether you should allow your significant other to see your cell phone. I think I've explained those uh, previously, so let's go to the people on phones. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is Kim in Lancaster. Kim, you are on. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Certainly. So I found out my husband was cheating, well, ex-husband, by uh, checking out his cell phone. I mean, I've never locked my phone. Like, well, I, I have a lock on my phone like you do, so strangers can't get into it. But when I've dated somebody, I've told them my passcode. The last guy I was involved with, he had been cheated on, and that was a big thing to him. And I'm like, nope, here you go. This is my passcode. I understand where you're coming from. You know, and it was a shock. I mean, I looked at his cell phone because it had gone off and I went to see who it was and it was from this woman and he swore up and down oh I'm not cheating I'm not cheating and moved out within a couple of days and then moved in with her within a matter of like two three weeks oh that was that was rather abrupt so um how were you able to look at his cell phone Uh, did he not have it locked did he give you did he give you the passcode Actually, this was back in 90, uh, or 2005, I mean. And so it, he didn't have a, I don't even know if we had passcodes then. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure we had something, yeah. I think so. But, yeah, no, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't locked or anything. And I think he just figured, you know, I've always, I, I will tell you, during my, my divorce, I had no clue how much my ex-husband was making because I completely trusted everything. Taxes came. I always just signed away, whatever. When we got divorced and my attorney told me what I was making, I was, like, totally shocked because he would give me a certain amount of money every week, and that was grocery money. And whatever else afterwards the kids needed had to come from that money if I needed gas or my, You know, so I, I lived on a tight budget thinking, you know, money was tighter than it actually was. You know, because I just, I trusted them. But didn't this come out in the divorce? Isn't that one of the first things your lawyer wanted to see was the W-2s? Yeah, but he never mentioned to me about the amounts he was making. It wasn't until he I found out what I was getting. Well, I thought it was better to get more alimony than child support, and it found out my first year of taxes it wasn't. But, um, you know, when he told me, I was like, oh, my God, really? Yeah, but I mean, as I understand it, uh, the the uniform child support situation calls for a certain percentage of gross income up to a certain amount to be paid if you have one kid, two kid, three kid, and the percentage goes up accordingly. Yeah, but the way I mine was done, I was given a lot of alimony and not what I should have been given in child support. Yeah, but but you, couldn't you go back? And uh, I know it's a little late in the ball game, but uh, you, I, I would believe you should have been able to go back and get more uh, child support. I could have. I just had other things that happened that threw my life into a lot of chaos. And honestly, I just I figured, you know, I've grown. I grew up and you know, always budgeting. So I've always been a budgeter. So it wasn't like. 
to me, fighting over money was never as big a deal as being, you know, whenever he would want to spend time with the kids, it was like, okay, here you go, take them, I'll bring them to you, to try and have him be a father in their life because I've always felt it is very important if there's a possibility of having both parents at least in, involved in the child's life, it's the best. You know, it didn't always work out. There were numerous times when I'd have to leave my job. I, I work retail, and I've always basically worked retail. And if I'd, have, I'd get a phone call on a Saturday afternoon, and I'd have to run out of the building and get, head out and pick up our kids because he'd be having one of his moves or the girlfriend he was currently with wanted to do something, and he didn't want to be bothered with our children. Well, let me excuse okay. me, but let me let me just ask you a quick question, okay? What is your response to the last two callers I've had on the show in the previous half hour who said there's no reason why a significant other should look at a cell phone? That that is my private domain, said one of the callers. I totally disagree. I think that you should have access to each other's cell phones, even your emails, so that, you know, if you have something to hide if you're not letting them see that. You know, the, the medical stuff, I have medical issues, and I would not want, you know, I my kids are older now, but this started a long time ago, so they I've had to be honest and upfront. I would not want them to find out through reading something like that. No, I think you should tell them, but I think that anybody who doesn't feel that we should as a, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to be honest. You're supposed to trust each other. And if you are honest and trust each other, then you have no reason to hide what's on your phone well, or I, what's I, in your email. That, that's what it seems to me. I mean, some people say that's a red flag and the other, you know, the, the last two callers have expressed the other point of view on that. Kim, I thank you very much uh, for the telephone call. Uh, good to hear from you and hope better days await. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to uh, Carrie on a cell phone. Carrie, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Thanks so much for getting my call in. Of course. Yeah, so I got a couple things, just like the lady you just spoke to. I was married since 89. We got separated in 2012. Found out um, when he wasn't home one day, he had been having an affair for a year because I found out it was a year due to the cell phone records. You know, you check the database on your website, and you can see all the calls and all the numbers. So I called it. Found out who the lady was. Turns out she's the cleaning lady where I work. So we got separated. Then we got divorced. It's been 10 years of separation. I found a new boyfriend. So I'm a little more curious. I never checked my ex-husband's phone, okay? I but was, what, okay, I need I need to find out when you say, well, I was analyzing the cell phone records. Um, I presume that you had a shared uh, cell phone account and you both had access to it? Yes. Yes, we were together on the cell phone. But you had to be you had to be suspicious to begin with because nobody's got the time to do that. Right. Well, I didn't do it till after I came home from work on a Monday, October seventh, two thousand twelve, and the house was dark. The pots were cold, just like that song, you know. Um, so I started like calling around. Is is he okay? Is he okay? Hospitals, everything. Police. Did he get arrested? Nothing. So I checked the phone records. Then I checked the bank account. $30,000 gone. Phone calls, 
or texting, I should say, between each other every minute of every night from midnight till 6 in the morning. Then I went back how far it was. This is on that Monday night. It took me approximately two hours to really just say, oh, my God, i got to call whoever this is. So I called them, and she answered, and she said, I know who you are. This is so-and-so. So, you know, that was then. I'm over it. It's been 10 years. I'm good. But it was just a big shock. So if it wasn't for me being savvy, I would have never found out. And he was gone. Like, he moved out. He hasn't been back since. Well, so. it's, it's interesting because you're telling me that you went in, you delved into the cell phone records uh, out of a genuine concern for his well-being. But what yes. you found urged, uh, basically told you inside to keep on digging. Yes. Like a Absolutely. detective after a bone. Well, probably not a bad term to use. Uh, Yes. Um, So what what do you say um, uh, about the the, um, cell phone and being in a uh, relationship with somebody? Do you you give your significant other uh, full access? Does he give you full access in reality? I have no lock on my phone, okay? Unless I go out, then, of course, you know, it's, well, nowadays it's your face anyways, right? So I guess I have a lock. That doesn't work but for me. I would show them if I got stuff, you know, and I'm I'm upfront, honest person, true blue, trust me. But uh, this new boyfriend, he was telling me his daughter had health problems and that why she was texting all the time when we were together. It was quite annoying. So finally he just, he fell asleep on the couch. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. I was playing poker online and uh, his phone started going off, off, off. And I said, oh, my God. So I looked at it. And there was no lock on that phone, and it wasn't his daughter. It was like three other ladies on some website, and he was getting notifications, and I opened it up, and and then I seen his ex-wife texting him, if she is his ex-wife. So I'm like, oh, my God, and I knew this guy for like five months. So I would say check the phone, long story short. I broke up with the guy, needless to say, but you don't know who you're going to trust unless you're married for a long time, but then look what happened to me, you know? So this is two, wait, time out. If I'm hearing you correctly, this is two times that you have bailed from relationships because of cell phones. Yep. Twice. I mean, that's a totally separate story. Yeah. (laughs) My, wow. Wow. And now I'm not so much and I, I'm glad I looked, you know? So. Well, see, I mean, I, I, I do believe that you should put a lock on your phone. But I think that if you are in a relationship, um, that the other person should know how to get into your phone. I mean, it's, it's four easy-to-remember numbers. It should be easy to remember. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get in yourself. But um, and, and don't do one, two, three, four, because that's just like what everybody does. Um, yeah. Do something a little bit more complex than that. But the... Um, the the I will tell you that the 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 metrics don't work for my don't work for me. I must be a shapeshifter because my phone does not recognize me. It doesn't even recognize my fingerprints. I think my fingerprints have actually changed. So I, I use uh, another you know I use a numeric system. But like I say, I mean with me it's all about um, dropping my phone somewhere, leaving my phone somewhere, and even though there's nothing on my phone that is in any way compromising in any way, shape, or form, um, I don't want strangers to look at it, but I'm also not with strangers. There's a big difference. 
Like, big, big. not going to let right. you look through my cell phone. There's no reason to. Yeah, you're right. Everybody should lock their phone for their own safety, obviously. But, however, when you're in a relationship, that's the part I'm talking about. You know, and he would never let me look at I would never ask him to let me look at his phone. But when it started getting really annoying for, like, three days, three dates or whatever, I was, like, really annoyed. And I started getting suspicious, but I was worried about his daughter. So when I picked up the phone, it wasn't her. It was everybody else. And and Good Lord. It. Good Lord. Man, you've been through the mill. Are you okay now? I'm doing great. You know, I've already... I've always been a strong woman. I've worked my entire life. Well, in fact, when we got divorced, I was going to owe him alimony. So I'm so much better off without that part of my life. But I was 18 when I met him. You know, so we got married when our 20s. But uh, we had two grown kids. We still talk. I'm totally fine. Uh, but my new boyfriend that I had, he's gone for now two months. And now I'm just, uh, I don't care anymore. Wow. You, yeah, yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I, I can't blame you for being jaded. And twice, I mean, this is important to the to the people who, who say that this isn't important. Twice, this woman has saved herself from even more severe heartache by checking the phone. Oh, thank God, because I really liked that guy. You know, he was awesome. Well, a lot of people, apparently a lot of women did. Yeah, that, you're right. Did See? you get did you get tested, you know, for the ink? So that's a hangover reference. Uh, anyway, I hope everything works out okay, Carrie. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Wow. This is – I didn't really expect the conversation to go this way. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. But there are two schools of thought on this. Number one, if your partner does not want you to see the cell phone, something is going on. I'm inclined to believe that that is a red flag, absolutely a red flag. Because, I mean, I'm not talking about a casual date. I'm talking about somebody that you have a real relationship with. And then the other school of thought is precisely because you have that relationship, their cell phone is sacrosanct. You should never look at it. But consider the calls we've had from people who've saved themselves considerable future heartache by stopping something in its tracks uh, earlier than they would have otherwise. Huh? 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Oh, something else, too, that's online. you got to look out for uh, switched SIM cards, switched SIM cards, and um, burner phones. Burner phones, yeah. There's a phone that you find in a jacket pocket or a purse or a blazer or wherever under the mattress. Um I'm just saying that there's probably something going on in that phone. I'm just saying. I don't know if I have time to get any more calls in on today's show. It's a dubious proposition at best, only if it was a very brief call. But um, getting back to the whole uh, ghost story show, um, I did a teaser ghost story show. Was it last Thursday? I, the days to me just kind of go one into another. I don't remember what day I did what show, honestly. Honestly. Uh, but anyway, um, another year has gone by, and your humble host has not seen a ghost. And I am personally very outraged by the fact that I have not seen a ghost. And so many of you claim to have seen 
a ghost. And you might remember in the teaser ghost show I did, there was a guy who called in, and he was like the first one in a long time who sent me a picture of what he says he captured at Forest Lawn. And if you look at the picture, I put it up on Bowerly on WBEN, the Facebook page. Bowerly, WBEN, Facebook. I put up the picture, and you can see it for yourself. Um, there's the original picture where you will see deer and an obelisk with what appears to be or looks like flame stuff coming out of the ground and going up the side of the obelisk. And then he sent me a filtered picture of the flame. And some people say they see a woman seated on the obelisk at Forest Lawn. Um, I don't know. I can't see it. Um, my up-close vision is um, its not exactly good. And I can't, I can't tell one way or the other what it is or is not. But you can have a go at it if you'd like. Um, the Bowerly on WBEN page on Facebook. And I'll let you know uh, when I plan on doing a ghost show. See, the, the, the only problem I have with um, announcing plans in advance is sometimes that's a good way to hear God laugh. And almost always, almost always, almost 100% of the time, um, if I plan on doing something, we get some major news story happening, and I got to blow off what I planned on doing. So I kind of try to keep things loosey goosey, and I've got a whole, I've got a whole sheath full of uh, of topics for any given day. Sheath full, and uh, this is one I've been dying to do. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.